There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. And shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNTFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you're listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. We are in our Michelob Ultra Studios. It's the Mugganess, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Elvin, Vaughn. Jackson Burkett in for Ken Iggy Strode, who is out with COVID. And the Plowhawk is on the ones and twos. Nobody in the Horton Watkins studios today. And as KG in O-Town has uh, let the audience know, you can just come in and essentially be a producer off the street. Right. You, they just let you in at the front door and right. you, you settle in and <laughs> start hitting levers and pulleys. I'm not right. kidding. It's that easy. It is that easy. <laughs> you want to get right in the in. business? Here's your chance. Here's your chance. Produce so this show. Show up here. Uh, and produce. That is uh, what we've got going for you today. It is a foursome on the tee. A hot foursome, though. All men, all men looking for other men. Call in what? to offer yourself up. 636-900-4TMA. You can text into our EDF group text inbox. 314-881-TMA5. And, of course, email in for the design, air, heating, and cooling. Email the day, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. And be a friend of the feather. And, of course, watch us. I feel like I look like a little bad bunny. Right oh, now. do you? Yeah, I just saw myself on YouTube, and I look like a bad bunny. You do look kind of like a bad bunny. Yeah, really? What do you? What does a bad bunny look like? Well, I think of the actual bad bunny. Right. And I can see the similarities with Tim. I think I've been he, compared. Yeah, I think he's uh, now with Kendall Jenner. Mm-hmm. So, Is you he? know. That's correct. He's a rapper? Yeah, musician, R&B. He's kind of paycheck to paycheck kind of a guy. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. He's not, <laughs> we all? Only a few people know about him. Oh. Uh, yeah, Jackson, you get your, your is your hair slicked back? I just noticed. Well, Doug so, is no longer bright. Jackson's bright. Well, no, you do have your hair slicked back. Well, no, just you know, it looks like Pat Riley or, or Mike Keenan. So with the headphones, if I don't do it, it looks really weird with my hair because it'll go all over the place. Because despite having issues with with my hair, it is quite long at the moment, and so if I don't slick it back, it'll look really weird. So I kind of have to do the Pat Riley. Do you think when you slick it back, you also look like a bad bunny? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just look like a... I've got hair that people would die to have! <laughs> yeah, I just, I look like I'm ready ready to get after it. Do you? Yeah, and so, and I do look bright because my, my skin... I don't uh, think that's it. It's no, the I lighting. Really, I guess I could. See how you're, you see how you're... Yeah, I'm like... To- used I'm like, to have the thing where I'm like he- toplet. I'm like lit right from the top, yeah. which is not yeah. top lit. That's that flattering. I got perfect lighting. Hyphen. Yeah, Plahawk, you're looking nice. Yeah. And I just look like a bad bunny. Okay. What's going on now? No, would you rather look like a bad bunny or a lounge lizard? Ooh, that's Good question. Yeah, let's see. That got worse. <laughs> that got brighter. Whatever. Oh, and then you got like a little. Then you got a little shoot in the back coming out too. Yeah, I got my hair is really long. I kind of want to cut it, but I'm nervous it'll never come back. I so. know the feeling, brother. What? I know the so feeling. I, I might August 2006, Doug, is when that happened to me. Well, in Las Vegas, it grows from the roots, not from the not from the tip. Right. Mm. Well, always the tip, but uh, oh. I I'll probably get it cleaned up in the back and the sides. But I think the, the top. Color? I like the top. Like no, no color needed. Just the tip. My my hair has somehow gotten lighter over the years. Is that right? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I was like, my father had like kind of blondish hair as a kid, and it got a lot darker, where he now has dark brown hair. Me, I've gotten lighter. You had black hair when you were a kid. No, no, no. Still had blonde hair, but blonde. it was it's even it's lighter. It just keeps getting lighter. Boy, the listeners were just loaded for bear. Write it. They try to get the first text Dick. in, and they just. 
All right, I'll just read them through. Jackson doing his best to keep Doug away from Monte Carlo with those NBA picks. That's from the <laughs> 636. Yeah, I hope you didn't make that play last so night. So you did make the play on the Celtics last night. I don't know if you gave that on this. I know you gave oh, it I on did. 101 ESPN. Uh, Celtics minus, what, seven or so? Seven and a half. Doug, they got I think thumped. they lost. They got thumped. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mr. Licks was up next. If I read one more comment online by a dumbass, public-educated moron who doesn't <laughs> oh. understand the difference between Bally's and Diamond Sports, my head is literally going to explode. Mm. Mr. Licks, not happy. Uh, Nate in Tallahassee, uh, who has not been as active as of late, I don't believe. My favorite thing about the show, this is a shot at Iggy, is when Iggy is not on it. Okay, stop. Guys, will the Cardinals complete the sweep today? Anyway, tell them good luck. Don't we used to get phone calls. Tell them good luck. Who's playing second base? What's their lineup look like? All right, tell them good luck. I will not tell them good luck. I will not see them to tell them good luck. And even if I did, I wouldn't say, hey, good luck. I wouldn't do it. Uh, TJ, I'm sorry, writes in. Paula Cole was kind of hot. Doug, you remember her? Where have all the cowboys gone? Uh, what was the name of the song? Is that in reference to Dawson's Creek? Because she had the song that was over the opening credits on Dawson's Creek. Wow. Wow. That? wow. That's so meta. Yeah, we're coming full circle. I don't remember Paula? the gal. I don't think she shaved her armpits. Oh. That's what I remember. I think she was from Boston. That's she, what she yeah. was known she for? She was called uh, Black Irish is what they call it when you got the the, uh, the black hair, the light skin, and the blue eyes. And uh, and she was initially, am I right on this, Peter Gabriel's backup singer? I just don't know. And then she went solo. And she did Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? Oh, and there's Doug. There's a tuft right under her arm right there. She's accepting <laughs> oh, the award. it's a big tuft. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Why yep. would you do that? Shout out Paula Cole. There it is. There's our Paula Cole shout out. Right at 714 is the script called for. Of, of all <laughs> things to be known for, you don't want to be known for your underarm hair, do you? <laughs> Probably wouldn't be one of the things I'd like to be known for. Yeah, I'd find something else. But everyone's got to have a, like a... Do yeah, you know what a size queen is? <laughs> Iggy is out with Kenvid. A.K.A. anything to get out of actually going to work. That's from Eric in the Central West End. He oh, has been a panty rooster really as has. of late. Hey, Doug, did you listen to Jackson and bet your house on the Celtics? <laughs> That's from Jim. <laughs> did you say bet the house? Oh, yeah. You did? I said it was, yeah, like 10-unit play. But you didn't bet anything. Uh, I made a small oh. play. It's all right. The, the, if the... If the trajectory is the same as last year, Tatum will go off in Game Six, get a huge win on the road, and then they'll dominate Game Seven. Wow, go to the conference That's finals. how it's going to work. Okay. Did the same thing against Giannis last year. Why didn't he decide to dominate last night? Good question. I know he had a big game, but uh, they they were out of sync. Rough home, rough home game for the Celtics. Huh. All right. Well, it happens. I was more I was more locked into the Cardinal game, honestly, which was rare. That's a These rare thing for me. I mean, has anybody ever been this hot? <laughs> three in a row for the first time this year, Doug. How do you do? I'm fine. We're just three behind those red legs now. Only eight out of first place. Picking up games, picking up steam. And by the way, if you're looking to make a play, they're plus 750 to win the Central. And I'm just, I don't know how, a week ago it was plus 350. It's not like the last week has been magical. But I officially have to give that a recommended value play, considering the division. When I emphasize that, if the Cardinals were a part of anything other than a central, uh, so I would include the Wests and the Easts if, in the American League Central. I don't know if they're going to allow a team in this year. I think this might be a, a first where Rob Manfred says we're not going to accept a team from the American League Central. They're going to get relegated. That's quite an operation they've got over. The Twins are two games over five hundred, and they're in first place by two games yeah. to give you an indication of what's going on there. Meanwhile, the Pirates have lost uh, 8 of 10. The Brewers have lost 7 of 10. The Cubs have lost 7 of 10. The Cardinals have lost 7 of 10, except they've been picking up ground on the Brewers because the Brewers have lost 8 of 10, or the Pirates have lost 8 of 10, and so the Cardinals are only 8 games back. Paul DeYoung, ninth inning, how do you do? Let's take a listen to the call on, what does Mr. Licks want us to call it, Diamond Sports? Now? I believe so, yeah. Go ahead, Blousey. Hit the Boy, he has not shown too many more signs of that. Swing, fly ball, belted left center, there's number 14 for the lead. There it is. Okay. He pumped that one. I mean, that was right down Main Street. Pump it. He's he hitting 350. He pump pumped it. that ball. Pump it. Trade him immediately. Southside <laughs> Seaman uh, picked him up. Then we put him back on waivers. Yeah, Does somebody have him in our league? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I, I certainly. I have too many shortstops. So, yeah. 
Don't think I have room for Paul DeYoung. On the I don't, I'd be shocked if I woke up and I saw that the foreskin stew, now known as the Founding Fathers Tufts, yeah. <laughs> had picked up Paul well, DeYoung. When he gets hot, though, he can rake. He, he doesn't get hot very often, but when he does... It's usually in about a five-day burst. Yeah. yeah. And you got to try to capture that for fantasy baseball purposes. And in that five-day burst, you're, you're calling teams. You're looking for a shortstop. You're looking for a guy with some, some power. This is an organization that enjoys a good log jam. Uh, so, uh, I just picked up Paul DeYoung. Oh, wow. I just picked him up. <laughs> Huge move right there. I was playing somebody named Tobar at shortstop. I don't even know who he is. Tobar? Tobar. I've never heard Colorado. of Colorado. I was desperate. I've had two or three hurt already. So you're going to start DeYoung? Yeah, he's starting today. Yeah, when he's hot. Yeah. Uh, here comes the, the descent. Today. Shows there your clubs really. Uh, guys, <laughs> Chip Carey is really good. It's awesome. That is from. Oh, yeah. Where have I looked? There's the text inbox. Tracy, uh, Tracy Woodson. Well, Thank he is you, good. Jackson. That's why he's been in the business so long. He's done it since he's early 20s. You know who I thought was good over the weekend was no. Tom Ackerman. Yeah, uh, yeah Tommy Ack. Very comfortable behind the I mic. really did. Yep. I really did. He had a great call when the, they, they lost, and he goes, hey, I can't remember word for word, but he's like, it's just not getting better. You know, he's, it was a great call to end the game. I really thought he was good. He's good at everything he does. But yeah. uh, that it, it, it stood out to me because usually when I'm watching a game, sometimes if there's a bunch of screaming or something, I'll, that'll be like, okay. But I'm like, I, I noticed it watching every one of those games, boy, watching Cardinals and Tigers baseball, but I did. And I, I got, man, God bless him. Good for Tommy Ack. As yeah. Jennings would call him, I should have been Tommy Ack. That's my favorite, <laughs> my favorite thing he ever said. I should have been Tommy Ack. Yeah. Uh, guys, I have a TMA conspiracy theory. This is from Cuck Knobloch, who walked into lesbianism while he was changing the litter box in his home. Uh, Iggy pulled a Stedman and just quit the show, walked away with no goodbye. That's from Cuck Knobloch. That's not true. Did, did, well, it's not true, but did Sted, I don't remember Stedman just quitting the show. Did that happen? Well, what ha- how did he exit? I think we exited. I think. I got up right, trying to remember. He, okay. got, he got sideways with Prod Joe. He never worked at anything but KFNS. Where's Buck Swope on this? <laughs> and then I asked producer Joe to come in today because we knew KG and Oton wouldn't be able to come in. And uh, he said he has meetings, so he will not be in, uh, you know, meetings. It's like when uh, yeah. when Pepper and Jeannie asked Jay to stick around for Pepper and Jeannie. He said he thought he had meetings. A phone call. <laughs> I got a phone <laughs> call. <laughs> Maybe. I think it wasn't even a definitive phone yeah. call. <laughs> But uh, I don't remember that. That would be very unsteadmanly. Doug Stedman, uh, he clocked in, he clocked out, just didn't say much. But then would would orchestrate the drops five seconds ahead of the words we said. Right. I don't know how he did it. Yeah, he was he so was good more... at the drops as a listener. I actually thought it was somehow scripted out, or that it got put back in there, like he was on delay. The show was on yeah, delay, he's... and he could put the drops in after no, hearing no. the show. I actually got to shadow him when I interned at KFNS. Did he talk to you? Oh, God, no. <laughs> but I thought I was because he was big timing. Then I realized he just doesn't talk no. ever. Greatest guy, though. I yeah. mean, the absolute, you couldn't ask for more from Stebbin. Uh, Cuck Knobloch with a follow up. I thought he was the one who didn't announce he was leaving. The drops one day just stopped. Doug, that's oh. haunting. That's from Cuck Knobloch. <laughs> yeah. Is that true? The day the drop stopped. That's how they write the obituary of a soundboard engineer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Buck Swope does have the information. Just texted my phone. Uh, Stedman left after Prod Joe right around the launch of 590 The Man in May of 2013. Interesting. Prod Joe left in March of 13. How could he remember that stuff? Buck Swope, man. TMA timelines. TMA timelines. That's why he was so bitter at the trivia. Because he felt like he knew the <laughs> yeah, answers. And then he accosted Jackson on the St. Gabriel's gauge. Zach took over on the drops immediately. Oh. So Buck Swope, did he leave? Just like, did he not show up? Or did he announce he was leaving? I remember I remember talking to producer Joe. We went out to my car because we felt like, oh, you know, you, you get murdered in that building at that point. Um, and so I said, so why are you leaving? He gave me his reasoning. And he goes, plus this, whatever, profanity that's coming in here. Obviously, this is going to go out of business. He goes, so it just speaks to how unstable it is, and I don't want to be in a spot in 20 years where <clears throat> I'm, you know, desperate to just stay on board, just to hang on to be able to pay bills. And I go, totally makes sense to me. Yep. God bless you. Nine years, Doug, nearly 10 years. Nine years for Nine Pratt is Joe. almost 10. 
Amen. Yeah. Think about that. Very close. Yeah. But I didn't recall the Stedman exit either. I bet he wishes he would have stuck around for the man and woman. I think we all wish we could have been there um, in the right in the middle of that, right in the belly of the beast. It's kind of a defining that? moment in broadcast radio. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I will always bring up salesman mind as the goat dropper. Doug, I'm going to read it again so you can interpret it. Okay. Ooh. I'll always bring up salesman mind as the goat dropper. He That's meant to. He meant to go. Type Stedman and it autocorrected into salesman. Correct. Okay. But what about the mine part? Is that mine, M I N E? That's correct. Apparently. Do I I feel like he's saying salesman Mike, which is the account oh, executive account Mike? Executive Mike. Wow, Jackson didn't even see that there. Yeah. It's so fun to interpret the text. Yeah. I think that's what I, I but that is would that be. Mike he was Ritter, only. Chops Ritter? <laughs> is that what you're talking about? I don't know if he ever ran the board. Oh. He ran the board before Plowsy, I remember, because I was, that was yeah, when I started listening, and he was training you, right? Yeah, he was training me for, not full-time, but it was for to fill in while you guys were looking for a full-timer. So oh. I, I wasn't, like, hired with you You were an guys. interim. I was just interim at the time. I just uh, like the nickname Chops Ritter. <laughs> <laughs> because of sideburns. <laughs> How great is that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, mutton chops. Let's see. See what we got. Uh, Hammer and Hank says, I honestly thought Tim McKernan would get the uh, fill-in days for Chip Carey. That's from Hammer and Hank. Can you imagine the sound off letters <laughs> oh. if I were on the call? The you Cardinal would turn game. it down, wouldn't you? Oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, it was a sad day when you guys lost Donnie Most. Guys with passions like mm. that. Don't grow on trees. Doug Donnie Most, a passionate intern. Right. He sat back there with Weezer and the plow hog. Not happy to be there. I remember the last thing. The last thing he he said on air was that awkward question about would you rather have legs as long as fingers, as fingers as long (laughs) as legs, and everyone got freaked out, and he stopped talking after that. Oh, he did. That was the last thing he said. What did we decide on? I don't even know if we actually decided. It was one of the segments that we had where... Ask the or interns ask a question. Weezer would ask one. Donnie Mose would ask one. Has there ever been a comet that shined as bright as Weezer? I mean, he had one morning with his Facebook (laughs) account. Mm -hmm. Stunning. Could you get something better out of an intern than that one segment? Yeah. Well, he he was a heavy hitter. He had more than that, but that would. Oh yeah, I I was a loyal first pitch listener. I was a fan of first pitch as well. Yeah. T.J. Weber, legit talent. Legit talent, and then had the Plowhawk and Weezer. I'd, I'd still listen to that show. And Kyle Tipton, the original oh, Otter. Sure. Doug yeah. Otter. The original yeah. Otter. <laughs> yeah, he was there. Guys, evil David Letterman was easily the best at playing drops, and it's not particularly close. That comes from the reluctant cock. Evil David Letterman was an older intern, I think, stuck around for two shifts. Two days. And bolted. He was unfortunately accused of being the one who would piss near the toilet but not into the toilet, but rather into a grate near the mm-hmm. toilet. When Bert Kaufman asked me, uh, Tim, uh, we have one of your staff members urinating in one of our grates. <laughs> so weird. Like, that's like really your protest, weird. is I'm going to piss in this grate. But with Evil David Letterman also came Calvin, the amateur wrestler. Remember, they were both interns at the same oh, yeah. time, yeah, and yeah. he had a, an amazing radio voice. He stuck around a week. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, so internships he, are brief. Nice long run. <laughs> then we had the guy who put the Six Flags people on blast when he <laughs> blew right. the lid over the I love scam that, that turkey legs were actually ham That's of right. some kind. I'm surprised time, we weren't going to deal with litigation on yeah. that one. Yeah. Every time well, I see one at Six Flags, I always think of him. Matt, who wears a cape, I believe was his yes. name. Yeah. Guys, I miss Bordop Lucas. He filled in for roughly two and a half hours, got aggressive hit on and left the industry and hasn't been heard from since. Right. I assume he joined Gangster Pete scraping dead animals off streets that moonlight as a drag strip. That's from Al, and he's in Dadeville. Lucas looked like after, like, a firefighter with, like, ten hours of putting out a fire, just, like, like after a show. Oh, yeah. Absolutely demoralized. He was only 20 or 21, came in to try to save us yeah. and run the board, and immediately people are saying, what are you packing, boy? <laughs> Have that cute boy stand up and do a twirl. Right. And he was just this nice kid. Oh, yeah. And it was, like, before Plowhawk YouTube, had, right? Plowhawk he was shell-shocked. Plowhawk had been fired. That, this was the firing during the show. Correct, yeah. I had just gotten back from spring training. I meet Lucas, he's running the board, and he's immediately hit on right. by the audience. It was like a young soldier just 
diving into the foxhole, immediately shell-shocked by what's happening around him. Guys, how old was Eva David Letterman? David Letterman? Are we talking like in his 40s? I think there's a chance he might have been in his 50s. Yeah, late uh, 40s. For sure. And he wanted to intern on the show. Good for him. <laughs> yeah, try to get in the business. I, don't know. I love that. he would be at right now. Uh, guys, uh, Paul Giamatti was a great board op slash intern at uh, 920. Also, can you send me a pic of Lucas? That's from Brian Henschen, oh, Doug, as you know, gosh. he won the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month for the month of March. Chairman Stephen Wildwood won it in April. Who will win it in the month of May? I don't know. I think Buck Swope is live. He is leading. The design air heating and cooling email of the day standings right now. He's over the sneaky janitor, tunnels 12,000, whoops is Greg Valanche, and Matt who bowls at Hanks. It's the design air heating and cooling email of the day. A little rain today as I was uh, walking into the Hubbard Radio St. Louis studios. Uh, Doug, I see a chance for storms, you know, below 50% uh, throughout the mid-afternoon. But temperatures will be uh, upper 70s, maybe get into the 80s today. And then we take a look at the weekend. Looks like it's pretty favorable. Going to be warm, though. Going to yeah. be warm. Yeah, that's okay. 80s, high 80s on Saturday. Now it's time to get that air conditioning taken care of with Design Air Heating and Cooling. Doug's a client. I'm a client. Say, friends, why don't you become a client as well? It's Design Air Heating and Cooling. Get your air conditioning tuned up, and you won't have any problems when it does get hot in St. Louis. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. If it goes out, you just go to Design Air Service. They come out and take care of it quick, fast, in a hurry. It's Seth Goldcamp and Design Air Heating and Cooling. And by the way, courtesy of Design Air, let's look ahead to the next week's dotum forecast. What is it? 79 and sunny on Thursday, 80 and sunny on Friday. Well, there'll you, be people complaining about do? that. Because Could you ask for anything better? Is that, that's like that's prime dotum weather. It's that's good, prime dotum weather. Good pizza stealing weather is what it is. <laughs> won't get wet. The pies won't get soggy as no. you have 10 of them underneath your arm running to your car. <laughs> I'm so convinced there's going to be hot sapphic play at the dotum this year. I'm so convinced. Why would it. there be? I, don't know, I just tell myself this stuff. Okay. No, but you think about it. There's a chance. I mean, the weather will be prime. Right. Obviously, the there's dope. a lot of ladies playing. Yeah, ton of ladies playing. Are there, there any? Are there the, any women playing? Yeah, yeah. The dotham also like you just you got to think playing? of the energy. Courtney, uh, Courtney Landrum. Oh, really? Of 106.5 The Arch, the Courtney Show, who is one of my favorite people in the building, and uh, she was telling me yesterday, and when we were talking so long, I was worried that I wasn't going to be back for break. For as was I. Oh, are you noticing that? Yeah. Well, when I, I started, I was talking started. by Mike Ryder, the executive producer, and I figured if I was late to come back on the air, he would tell me. So we were just out there talking about a new set of irons she bought. She's a golfer. She's just like she. She'd be. She just would. She, our audience would would love Courtney. So uh, take a listen to her show. She's great, and. Uh, and she said, you know, I'm playing in that tournament uh, next week. And I said, it's great. She goes, but they made me pay. And I go, they made you what? pay? <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of want to go, what the? And just like Venmo or like, I don't know, whatever the entry fee is. Yeah. So she's going to be out there. But she had to pay. <laughs> 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 Freebies anymore out here. <laughs> yeah. If you work in the building, you got to pay for your, your – and she's got like the – one of the top morning shows in the market. But either way, she's wonderful, uh, and she will be there. And uh, many will be as well. She may be the only female playing. But, yeah. that's the, Doug, that's the pageantry of the dotum. I think so. It'll make her feel special. There's no other women that even dare go out there among those. Wars. Anna Marie's going to be there both days. Oh, is she really? Yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of ladies out there, and I think the energy of the dotum kind of harbors sapphic energy. I agree with that. I just don't get the connection there. Oh, I, I do. I, well, I, really I don't do. get out much, so. <laughs> when you're around that kind of uh, ball-striking ability, it's a turn-on for women. Yeah. I wonder if the chop-chop cheeky girls will be out there again. I don't know. But I, I do know that there's just going to be male models left and right. That's oh, what will I'm, there be? Yeah. Like, in great shape, too. That's the key is, like, slim, you know, taut men. That's who this was marketed towards, slim, taut men. Good luck finding them in this town. <laughs> Free passes to the dotum. Who does she think she is? Ken Bootstrode. That's from Milagro Tequila Lister of the Month. Brian Henschen. Uh, guys, at the game last night, the BMI is about 10 points lower than Bush. Lots of Cards fans with Cubs nacho helmets. That's from Breast and then parentheses, s Breasts. Well, just because you're thinking, out of St. Louis doesn't mean you have to stop eating the nachos. <laughs> so, okay, I was thinking the Cardinals were out of town last night. But what Breasts is saying, Breasts was at Wrigley, I gather, 
and then it's a thinner crowd than Bush Stadium. That's what Bress is saying. But the yeah. Cardinal fans that were spotted were indeed eating nachos <laughs> only out of Cubs helmets now. You know, I think it would be great. You know, everybody, yeah, people that go to every stadium, knock it off as a bucket list item. I think it would be cool to eat a helmet nacho at every single oh, stadium. Gotcha. Keep that helmet. Yeah. Make like a shadow box or hang them up in your man cave. And have the memories of all those times you gained another eight pounds. <laughs> and you have like old jalapenos still in there. Some old cheese. crusty cheese. How many but stadiums that, have you been to, Plowsy? I've uh, been to Wrigley, been to Bush, and that'll do it. Well, that's not a long list. That's not a long list. Ba, ba, Baseball's ba, not really ba, my jam. Ba, 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 right. ba, 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 ba. Well, Doug, I'm going to guess you have been to... I'd have to sit down and count. I'm going to say 14. I, I'd have to count them. I don't think we want to hear me list them all off right <laughs> yeah, we now. Do. Well, Mike Francesa does the bowl yeah. listing. That's, a, one, of the, that's yeah. one of my favorites. One, that's why, two. Why, why you uh, <laughs> don't have to send in hashtag Brian, and I like it. I felt <laughs> like I needed to read it. Does it uh, count? Did you have to see a game there, or could you just be at the stadium? Nice question. I'm going to say at the stadium counts. Yeah. Okay. Like a tour of Fenway would Like count. I've been to the St. Petersburg Stadium there with a race play, but it was for a Christmas display. It wasn't for a baseball and you would say it's the finest ballpark these eyes have ever seen, like Ned Beatty when he tell. walked into Notre Dame Stadium. Because they had an ice rink in the middle of it and enormous Christmas It's an incredible atmosphere when 12,000 people <laughs> gather to see a team with a 800 winning percentage. One, yeah. two, there. three, okay. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So you, yeah, you've probably done the gambit with TB. You done any West Coast swings? Uh, yeah, for playoff games. Sure. Dodger we, we, Stadium, done San Francisco, Stadium, San Diego. AT&T Park. Yeah, hit Petco, all those. Yeah. Oakland been, for a football game. I been guess to I Seattle? Can. I have been to Seattle. I've seen as that a, ballpark. I have not vacation. gone to a game. Yeah, so you didn't go to a game at Safeco? We did go to a game. Yeah. Oh. I think it'd be, I, th- I heard it was a really cool stadium. There. It is. They have, great, nice. they have great energy in Seattle at their sporting events. Yeah, yeah. they do. Uh, Good like buildings, Kraken took one on the chin last night. Baseball and football stands right next to each other. Really, really beautiful place. Young money. <laughs> that is young money. Yeah, I guess I've been to more than I thought. I think I've only been to three. I've never been to the city of Pittsburgh or the city of Milwaukee. How random is that? I haven't been to Milwaukee either. It's the only wow. big city I missed. Only one. Should we do a remote? Should we? Why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't we go up there when the Cardinals mm-hmm. clinch the division? Hold I say we won't. <laughs> say we won't. Apparently Pittsburgh's amazing. Madison went, nice up, city. Madison went there for work, and she says it is unreal. It is. It's like, a very nice city. Beautiful. Uh-huh. I've only been to three of the ballparks in the National League Central, but I've been to all the ballparks in the National League West. Hmm. That's that's a Doug. You know what I call that? Watch this, misnomer. Oh yeah. So you've you're missing the Pirates in the Brewers Stadium. I don't know how to call it missing. <laughs> the Pirates. I haven't, maybe. I haven't been. Yeah, haven't been. It's kind of like when Claves came in here and he goes. Yeah, I'm not going on those road trips. <laughs> oh, Cincy? Nah. Uh, get involved on the program if you would like. 314881-TMA5 EDF group text inbox. EDF sponsor of the pre-party, and this pre-party is now officially one week away at Maggie O'Brien's in Sunset Hills. Oh, my goodness, Doug. I also could see Safik play there at this point. I, I don't, I just that don't might be know. more likely. Yeah, I mean, it's... It may be more likely than a golf tournament because there's a dating game with Lisa Ann and That's everything. Right. And That's right. Booze will be flowing. Yeah. I agree with that. It's just going to be... Next week is just going to be hot. That's 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 <laughs> what I am telling it's you. It's really the only word that describes it. <laughs> it is hot, erotic. Uh, the uh, EDF group uh, sponsoring the raffle the night before party as well as the party. Uh, the raffle prize, dinner for four at Olive and Oak with wine pairings, four field box tickets uh, to a Cardinal game and a $250 gift card. And then the EDF group is putting together the dinner for Lee Sand and the winning couple for the Lee Sand dating game yesterday. Juan from PP Corp and his fiance. Doug, catch that fiance. See, so like Juan, fiance. Yeah, I got it. Pretty good. <laughs> I don't think it's that good. I don't know. Entered the Lisa Ann dating game, uh, and maybe they'll win. That, that could be a nice, formidable challenge for anybody in the Lee Sand dating game next Wednesday, a week from tonight, at Maggie O'Brien's in Sunset Hills. Maggie O'Brien's, of course, also has the downtown location. No doggies home game this coming Saturday, uh, but uh, you'll be able to enjoy that when the Cardinals return to town after a stop in Boston. And, of course, the doggies come back. Maggie O'Brien's pre- and post-game. And then the Sunset Hills location, home of the Dotem Pre-party was texting with that Eddie McVeigh yesterday. Oh, yeah. He was a wonderful gentleman, always entertaining. 
I got I to gotta come through for his celebrity shot on number five this year. Everything has been built around getting back after shanking his uh, partner's ball into the, the yeah. woods at Normandy. So he wants you to take another shot for his well, He's going to come up and MF me by 20 times yeah. and probably be talking in my backswing to attend, intend to sabotage. And I think it could wind up resulting in an ace. Yeah, and, I, well, and the gallery is we going. We saw to one go there last year. Yeah. We saw, we saw one on five. It, wherever we were, we were you twelve, 12 or 12? twelve? Yeah, was, was it an ace? Who was, was it? Danny Packer. Danny Packer. I'm a Danny Packer lemming. Yeah. Uh, Maggie O'Brien's the great Eddie McVeigh, and uh, appliance discounter sponsor of our eight o'clock hour here on the program. If you're in the market for an appliance, look no further than appliance discounters and their eighty thousand square foot warehouse full of G appliances. And other major brands ready for delivery. Shop online at theappliancediscounters.com. They have a great Mother's Day and Father's Day special going on at Appliance Discounters. The Bradley family, Doug and I, are both loyal shoppers there at Appliance Discounters. Would love for you to support the sponsors as well. The Appliance Discounters, here's what they got going on for Mother's Day and Father's Day. It's not 1950 anymore, and you can get buy with giving a gift of an appliance for Mother's Day or Father's Day. Give the gift that'll last, a Bosch dishwasher. It's practical, it'll make everyone's life easier, and it's stainless, and it's going to shine. While supplies last in stock, inbox uh, inbox Bosch dishwashers at the lowest price. And appliance discounters will even throw in a replacement install for free online at theappliancediscounters.com. Five locations in Missouri to serve you. Baldwin, Maplewood, St. Charles, Concord Plaza, and South County, and Carondelet in the city. Appliance Discounters online at theappliancediscounters.com. Uh, so, Doug, the Cardinals get the win last night, mm-hmm. and Jack Flaherty was the starter. You you described it when we were in our pre-show meeting. You said he was shutting shutting them down last night. Well, he wasn't really. Okay. He, he walked five. He was throwing flame. He gave up three runs. Uh, five innings, but nowadays starting pitcher goes five. They'll take you out if you're throwing a shutout after five <laughs> innings. So I guess that's all they want from anybody. So uh, got into quite a situation last night. Uh, we would have had results-oriented Twitter fest uh, had he given up a hit. And, and really, I think he may have. He just was lucky that it was Wrigley and the wind was not whipping out because that ball was hammered to the warning track. And then he got out of the inning, bases loaded. I mean, it was five feet away from a grand slam, an absolute anarchy had he been left in the game. Yeah. Or, well, he was left in the game, but because he was left in the game. But, uh, you know, that that flies under the radar. So he gets out of the inning. They immediately pull him. I really don't know about this. You know, Chip Carey was talking about, you know, they want him to get one more out. Um, Brad Thompson said, well, the Cardinals don't care who has the win next to their name. I don't know. But at that point, I would have pulled him. Uh, he gets out of the inning with the ball hit to the warning track, courtesy of uh, Wrigley May wins. And uh, then was asked about his velocity, which did hover at times in the upper 80s. And that's when all hell broke loose in the monstrous Wrigley Field. That Wrigley Field uh, Visitor's Clubhouse is monstrous. Yeah, it's tiny. It looked like a broom closet that they were in with Larry. I remember the first time I walked into that thing. Now, I haven't been there in a while. And it reminded me of the locker room where Coach Norman Dale, Gene Hackman, delivered a wonderful speech to his boy. Like there's nails on the wall for their clothes to hang on. Right. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Uh, so, uh, you know, Jack Flaherty, uh, not in a great mood. Then Derek Gould, it sounded like they were getting ready to scrap. That's what it sounds like. You got to really? listen closely. We'll replay it. Have you heard this? No. I oh. get up and I watch the Bally's uh, app pregame, the, the challenge of that. But <laughs> then I always get there. And, uh, and wow, uh, here you go. Take a listen. Okay, I'd like to hit the lever plow. The next time somebody wants to mention the velocity of my fastball, just I'm not going to answer another question about, like, I'm going to play with the velocity of my fastball based on what the game calls for. So I, I can get outs at 90, I can get outs at 95. Like, it's, like, I'm going to play with it. I've always played with it. I've, I've thrown freaking fastballs at 87 before in games when I've been at my best like I'm not answering questions on oh, oh no 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 I'm, I'm just I'm just saying because y'all want to make a big deal out of it and I'm tired of it like I'm not like, it's so ridiculous like I'm I've throw, I've I'm gonna go for what the game calls for and that's that's part of pitching so if you want to ask about it you don't understand the art of pitching like I'm gonna go with what it, the situation calls for what the game calls for but like, you have to manage pitch counts you have to manage the way that the game goes like 
there's certain times where you up it and you're gonna now you're gonna start seeing four five six and there's certain times you might be able to be like okay here you know okay we, you know situation calls for it, you bump it back up it's just that's the way the game goes so you so you that's that's the way that you go about the game we don't know that unless we ask jack we don't know well then you don't understand pitching and that's okay i'm sorry i'm sorry I'm, you, you said I don't understand pitching. That's that, that's the way that. No, it's, we, we just don't feel like we should guess. We want your answer so we can quote you and give it to the fans. Okay, Derek. What are you For the record, I asked that because in the broadcast they were saying there are times when a pitcher will throw at a certain velocity with a fastball for certain reasons. They were discussing it. That's why I asked. I appreciate it, Jim. I appreciate it. Yeah. This is a guy that... <laughs> this team is coming unraveled, even when they win. <laughs> the highlight to me, I really, like... I don't know if you can edit it, Plowboy, the, the exchange between Derek Gould in between the Cats questions uh, were was... It sounded like Derek was ready to go. That's what it sounded like. Now, I think Derek, you know, in a, in a I don't think Jack Flair to be the guy you'd want to go that with. I was about to say, uh, <laughs> but that's what it sounded like. And then it's like, I know you are, but what am I? That's what it said. That also went on. I mean, I, I was texting with Jackson to pull that audio, whatever, six in the morning. And I said, there's not enough money in the world to get me to sit <laughs> there and do that crap at this point in my life and career. You know, it's, it's such a dehumanizing yeah. thing, you know, there are times except, when there is no question you can possibly 100%, ask. Except they, they won the game, and he was yeah. he was pissy at the outset. Here, my overall, my here's my overarching theory, and this is how I go into Jack Flaherty interviews at this point. Um, is he knows he's got a problem, and the problem being an injured shoulder, and had the injury not happened, even though he has not been near what he ever was in the second half of 2019 since. Uh, because that was as dominant as I've seen a Cardinal pitcher. God, man, I don't know. I mean, that, that was, was historic. That, that, season, that was what yeah. that was. You know, I remember Jake Arrieta with the Cubs in 2015. You're like, you just can't beat him. Uh, that's what Flaherty reminded me in the back half of 2019. With that all said, uh, so he's got a slap tear in his throwing shoulder. He hasn't hit free agency, and so he never got the big dollars. So he is trying to pitch through it, no matter what. And I'm sure, and I don't blame him for this, whatever career it is, you're trying to get to the point where you get financial reward. And so, therefore, because he has a damaged shoulder, he is not going to be able to throw as hard as he can. So when he's asked about it, and he has trouble with control because his mechanics are off because of that, he is going to be super sensitive about it. And so that is what that was about last night. And that's what it's going to be out about throughout the course of the year because when the time comes for free agency, if he does get there healthy... Uh, and healthy certainly has quotes around it, considering his set of circumstances. In other words, no further injury. Uh, that is something certainly his agent is going to have to deal with. What was the deal with his velocity? What was the deal with his control this year? And it's going to cost him money. But he is just trying to, and I get it, get to a, I don't know, what do you think he's going to get on the open market? I know we're just totally guessing here. Do you think he gets a four-year deal? Yeah. God, I don't know. I know. I don't know. It just depends on how hard up the market is. This is a good market in the offseason for starting pitching, just like it's been a great market the last couple of years for shortstops, but Cardinals are good. So he may be the beneficiary of the market going up because of who's out there, or it might be tough because he's certainly not going to be one of the top three arms that are out there as a starting pitcher. Point being, that is what I believe. I don't know this. That is what I believe is why he is banty. Do you have the uh, the clip? I, roughly, I have Doug where I think it is. All right. Give or take, so bear with me. Go about the game. We don't know that unless we ask, Jack. We don't know. Well, well then you don't understand pitching, and that's okay. You want to say that again? I'm sorry? <laughs> and I you want to say that out. again? You want to say that again? Oh, my God. That's <laughs> like what I say to my son when he pops off. <laughs> Unbelievable. True. I couldn't believe what I was listening to. <laughs> so, so then uh, Ali Marmol is asked about it. Uh, and, Doug, we have this one. Unfortunately, we now have two different sets of stories. Here's what Ali Marmol had to say when asked. Okay, about I'd it. like to hear that. Hit the lever. It looked like his velocity was not Yeah, there's times where it was 88, 89, and then a couple pitches later he'd pop a 94, but it was in and out of that. Um, yeah, I agree. So you have any explanation for that? Um, not at the moment. It's something. Yeah, something 
have a conversation with Jack and see, but no, as, at the moment, not really. Sally Marmol also does not understand the art of pitching. No. Say that again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This is <laughs> Paul so, with another I'm sorry. Unbelievable. That, that locker room crumbling. And they aren't a three-game heater, but it just seems yeah. like they all hate each other and hate this and they yeah. just want to go. There's such a negative vibe, even, even when Terrible. they win. Well, Wainwright has proven you can be effective pitching 88-89. But Andy also, Bennis. Remember Dandy Beans came yeah. back out of retirement? Yeah. You also have to Dandy have a curveball that drops six feet to, to pitch <laughs> right. like yeah. that. That's the key. And that didn't used to be Flaherty. He used to be a, a high-velocity guy. Right. But if he can if he can mix in 94-95 along with the 88, then that could, he could be effective with that. But he hadn't found the formula yet. No. And to that point too, it's like I you know, kind of agree with Derek in the sense that like you can't guess what you why you are changing up your velocity like that. You kind of have to ask that question because the fans don't know why you're changing up the velocity. My That's guess a fair is question. for the for the purpose of the audience here, and you know this, Doug, unless they've changed the protocol. You go into the manager first. So they ask about the velocity. Ali Marmol says he doesn't know. It's something they're going to look into. You heard that audio. So then they go to the guy who's throwing and ask about it. And obviously, it's a sore subject. And I gave you my reasoning for why I believe it is a sore subject. Um, I I think all it does is draw more attention to it. So it's counterproductive for his free agency. But, you know, that's how he's chosen to handle it. And and then uh, he and Derek Gould have the uh, the exchange. Do we have that, Plowhawk, uh, the exchange? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we'd like to hear the exchange, Plowhawk. Huh? I mean, I'm just switching to play. Okay, just switch it over. The computer is actually very Wait, wait on the computer. <laughs> wait for it. Wait for it. it, it. it buffering. Spin- it's, it's, is it buffering? It's spinning. Oh, no, like uh, dial-up, like my AOL, yeah. when I would try to get to PersianKitty.com in 97. Oh. <laughs> And pitching, and that's okay. Say that again. And pitching, and that's okay. Say that again. Oh God! Like they're here at Yankee Stadium, or at City Field, or at Fenway, or whatever the hell they're calling uh, the ballpark the Phillies play in. Citizens Bank. Still Citizens Bank. Pretty sure, yeah. Good long-term sponsorship deal there. That's good. Well, Flaherty was on pace for. I mean, if you kind of look at what people are signing, probably 180, 200 million after 2019. Oh, yeah. With the age, the upside. And he may get four year, 48 million, maybe. I I don't even know if that's even. That would be risky. I I would agree. I know, but I mean, the way some of these teams are, you know, doing the opposite of the Cardinals and throwing it around, and you're going, huh, I wonder what the PL looked like (laughs) when they ran those numbers. Uh, But. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, obviously, at this yeah. point, it, he's just not the same guy. And there is a reason for it. So, and then you look and you see the velocity and you also see the control issues. And I'm telling you, he is very fortunate they were playing where they were playing last night. So is Ali Marmol, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, this show is a show that doesn't kink shame. And Doug, I do. You are, I do. I do. You're uh, yeah. proud of that, that uh-huh. tenant, but on uh, Balloon Party. Uh, we are not results-oriented, and we're also pro-liberty on that show. That's a big tenet of that oh, yeah. program. And uh, and if we're not results-oriented and you were, wa- were watching that last night, Jack Flaherty was very fortunate that there was – and Ali Marmol, very fortunate that the wind was doing what it was doing at Wrigley and it wasn't warm uh, because that was a grand slam in a lot of places. Yeah. Uh, and I was truly surprised that they didn't bring Palante in. They had old Dusty Blake come out there, Joel Doug, Blaker. and he was a pitching coach yep. with the Yankees for four years, and then he was with the I think the this Giants. is his first go-around. Okay, I got a different bio. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, they're buying time. This is usually like back in the day. Molina would go out there and, you know, mess around, and the umpire would come in, and then Palante would come in. And then they left him in. And there's a drive. But the old hawk knocked her down, yeah. and Jack gets the uh, – Cardinals out of the inning, and the Cardinals get the win with Paul DeYoung uh, with the home run. But, oh, God, had that ball gone out for a grand slam, I don't know who people would have been more mad at. Flaherty. Flaherty, just because. Or or Derek Gould, who apparently doesn't know (laughs) anything about pitching. (laughs) Well, some of it, I suppose, could be written up to law of averages catching up. They're just bound to get some breaks at some point, and they got the break with the wind last night. Right. They got the break with Kisner's pop fly falling in right field. A little bloop. Everything went against him there for weeks. Yeah. It's 
just now the breaks maybe starting to go their way a little bit. Uh, Mario in Chicago, Doug, uh, you know him. He's one of the Pandolfos. Well, sure. And yeah. they're at war with the Henschels. They appear to be, yeah. Dude, you like when a tech starts out that no, way? No, I don't. <sighs> or, um, that's even worse. <laughs> the way I tweet from my burners. Right. Dude, I was at the game last night, and holy hell, did Suzuki hammer that. Also, the Cardinals crowd during weekday games is skinny. But, man, when the July weekend game comes, are the fats out in full force? That's oh. Mario observing the BMIs in Chicago. I didn't know this was a hot topic. That actually kind of surprised me. I, I think that the the hotter it is, the the more thinner people would be there. I know. During the week, well, you have to make a road trip. So you have to have a job you could take some time off. Right. So maybe you got your act together a little bit if you got the money to follow the Cardinals on a road trip. So maybe you're kind of spunky. Maybe you're kind of slim and trim and yeah, yeah. Have, a, have a nice job and doing all right. Sure. As opposed to just plopping down with the helmet nachos in the bleachers on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Mario in Chicago with a follow-up. Every crowd is skinnier than a St. Louis crowd. The Cardinal fans are significantly fatter than most visitors, besides the other fat cities in the National League Central. Oh. It's from Mario in Chicago. Which so city one of the fat cities. I would assume Milwaukee, I, Cincinnati's got to be live, Southern Ohio. I don't know about I Pittsburgh. Guess. Haven't been Alabama. I think at the Alabama has a club. Yeah. Mississippi. Yeah, but they don't have teams. I guess Atlanta. <laughs> Regardless, though, I don't though. care about teams. You think Atlanta? Has that was a the heavy discussion, section? though. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about the NL Central, and Alabama came out of your mouth. <laughs> Kansas City. Would they be any better off than we are? I think they're the same. No, Kansas City's much more active. Th- they are. What reasoning is that? I've been to Kansas City, and they're not as fat. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Mario, I was in Section 220. We should have met up in the bathroom. Bummer. That's from Brest. Oh. Everyone I know who lives in Chicago, who's from St. Louis, was at the game the past right? two nights. Everybody. It looked yeah. like there was oh. Sweet Kai. No, he hasn't lived there. Used to be you region. couldn't get a seat for a Cardinal Cub game. It looked like there were plenty of it seats. It did look like that. Weekday, I feel like it'd be more like, like a week series. I guess. It used to be every time the Cardinals went up there, thousands of people would make that trek. Should we go to the game in London when they play the Cubs? London Stadium? Well, we probably should, and then and then come back and get ready to put our homes up on Airbnb because all the London tourists <laughs> right. Correct. Hey, yeah. Look at the. Well, you think the cra- you think the crowds will be thinner at that one in London? Oh, thinner man. than in Wrigley Field or Bush? Oh yeah, yeah, it'll be a thin crowd. <laughs> yeah. The thinner, thinner people live in Chicago. The fats from Arnold come out in July to eat some of the deep dish pizza and helmet nachos. Oh. It's Mario in Chicago, Doug, and he oh, is God. very active in the Look, Indian I think I'm going to slightly disagree. If you've been to Bear Games, there is a huge contingent of big old burly boys. Yeah, they know how to eat in Chicago. They know how to eat. They know how to eat in Chicago. Don't tell me they're eating kale salads on a Friday evening. That, that, but that it is bogus. like the, the city center, I would say, is a little more young than St. Louis. Well, because they center. have to walk to get to places. In St. Louis, you don't have to do any of that. No, you don't have the to truth. do anything. Doug, could you think of a worse dish to eat when it's about 98 degrees than a deep dish pizza? Oh, Bill, <laughs> wash it down. Oh. Well, if you're hungry enough. Deep dish pizza sounds pretty good regardless. Of wings, spicy wings. Uh, oh, Chairman Steve in Wildwood won the April Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month. Right now, I feel like Buck Swope is is the leader. Of course, Arbor Day, we don't know the real Arbor Day and whether or not he's sending in to apply or not. Uh, Chairman Steve says, I disagree. Balloon Party is not pro-liberty. It's communist. He is still banty over Jackson editing his yeah. mic drop from two days ago. Well, and he believes it's a it. communist program, and he's still calling Jackson Vladdy, he says, Vladdy is right. All my son's friends were at the game last night. That's Chairman Steve and Wildwood Milagro to kill us. Jackson, would you like to issue a response to Chairman Steve? Well, I'm not responding to Vladdy, that name. That's just not me. That's not I. But um, I, I, it's been discussed on Bloom Party that I am anti-liberty. So You are? Yeah. Yes. So I guess, sorry. Um, but, yeah, I, all my friends who are at the uh, who live in Chicago are at the Cardinal Cub game. They love it. I've, oh. I've, won, I've never been to Wrigley. i got to go. It's really, really fun, man. Oh, yeah. That's oh, a great ballpark. I know. i, I got to go see it. I gotta go. I've only been to three, and one of them is no longer around. You want to know? Shea Stadium. Bush 2? No, Shea Stadium. Knocked down. That's where I caught a ball from David Wright. Oh, really? Ooh, David Wright one. hit one right back to me. Oh, how you do you caught do? it? Yeah, caught it. Oh, Snagged it. Really? Hit my cousin in the arm, and I stole it. How old were you um, at the time? Seven. Did you give the ball back to your cousin who took the hit? Hell no. Ah. Nice. Find his keepers. I like Jackson getting a spot on the YouTube screen, but I think he's also going to take a COVID vacation if Kobe COVID vacation. He's also going to take a COVID vacation if Kobe Brown really enters the transfer portal. That's from Larry Thornton. 
Jackson, uh, is that dude? College basketball uh, Twitter. Seniors, and he didn't like dude, but then he started it with. It's, you a see fake, that? it's a fake story. College basketball Twitter is the most outrageous place. These people who who like have like gifts as their avatars, yeah. like tweet out Kobe Brown might be transferring, and everyone goes bananas. Like I, you, it gives somebody with some credence uh, uh, if they. Print that and say, hey, Kobe might be moving. Also, Kobe's going to go in like the mid-second round of the NBA draft, so all that is moot. Well, but you even go, if, right? if he, but if he didn't get, yeah, oh, yeah. But if he didn't get drafted, I would be shocked, absolutely shocked, if he transferred. Shocked. Why would he do Kentucky, that? To Kentucky, where he would just be. A, he's really good player, but they have four of the best. They're probably one of the best recruiting classes in history coming in next year. Yeah. Like he's just going to be a guy. He's not going. He's going to go play in the NBA and make yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, don't I take guess. He seems vacation. like a borderline NBA guy to me. Yeah. He, if he was two inches taller, it'd be no doubt. But with that quickness, his incredible footwork, he can shoot it from the outside. He's an NBA player. But he's not. Tra- he would not transfer. I, and some, I don't care if Trilly Donovan or whoever that Twitter account is says so. Poor Jackson. He missed the real Wrigley Field. The Ricketts family's ruined that park. That's from Danny's in Wentzville. Oh, I haven't been to Wrigley in a while. What's, uh, what's happened? Have you been there recently? No, I just, from what I see on TV, I think they got a new scoreboard, don't they? And they redid the bleachers right, a little bit. Right, bleachers. I don't know how we could ruin the park. I remember when I went to Wrigley, my only time I went to Wrigley was D-Dub's bachelor party. D-Dub? And that was the first time I met Deke Dotem in person. Dotem. Because I was at a bar, and he yeah. messaged me and he said, hey, are you in Chicago? I said, yeah, I'm you know, in Wrigleyville or somewhere around the area. He met me. Really? We smoked a pen together. A pen? Shook hands and... A big pen? No, it's a vape pen. pen. But yeah, I, I remember Fountain that vividly. My first time Fountain meeting Dotem. Huh. Jackson, you do have a Power Mizzou account, right? Gabe yeah. is hearing things. I know the Plowhawk has one. I do have a Power Mizzou I account. Haven't been Gabe is in. hearing things. Doug, Gabe is hearing things. Oh my God. Uh oh, Jackson. Oh, Jackson's wobbly. Exasperate. He doesn't get away. He usually gets wobbly from ten to eleven. Just college. I can't stand college. College f- sports Twitter in general is so toxic. It's <laughs> gotta, unbelievable. Got to drop by Power Mizzou right I, now. I, I I didn't honestly look because I saw that and I was like, well, uh, what are we talking about? Like, what are you talking about? There's just I just I would be. But I've seen him move up draft boards. I've seen actual NBA scouts say, or people who follow NBA scouts say that he's moving up the boards. So I would just be shocked. If that did happen, yeah, consider me despondent. You would be despondent. Yeah. Crestfallen? All of the above. Really? Uh Uh-oh, I'm going to read from the Colonel's writings. Uh, I don't think this will happen, but I also don't want you guys to be completely blindsided in case it does. I've had three or four people in the last week reach out and ask if I'm hearing that Kobe Brown could enter the portal. These are people who cover other SEC schools. I can absolutely tell you there are schools that have back-channeled to try to convince Kobe to enter the portal. Same thing happened last year. Everything he says is that he loves Missouri. I believe if he plays college basketball next year, it'll be at Missouri. But there are definitely people trying, and I'm hearing figures thrown around of up to a million. Is that true? I don't know. I think a lot of the numbers that are being thrown around for NIL are fictitious, but whatever. There it is. There's the curve. Yeah, no matter who you are, no matter what your situation is, if somebody's going to throw a lot of money at you to transfer People will consider it. Colonel right. says, again, I have to stress, I do not really think he will do it. Right. And there I you. think that that's the key. And also, anytime it's like Kobe Brown might transfer the portal, you have to think who benefits from Kobe Brown trans- entering the transfer portal. Who can Him. put those stories, but who? But what teams? Like, who would put that in there? And the more Kobe or someone would hear that, the more they would consider it. Well, if you were him and there was a chance you were going to get Five hundred grand, seven hundred grand to transfer to a school? You yeah, do it, I mean, I you? get it, but I would just be, I, I'm just saying... Kobe had opportunities to transfer last year, and he didn't. He's got great well, value now. Yeah, the money might be better now than it was last year. That's very fair. I just, I, if he's not playing in the NBA, I would be shocked if he transferred. Would you take a COVID vacation? <laughs> You'd would no, deserve I'd, one. No, I'd, I'd power through it, but I wouldn't be happy about it. It would reflect in my work. They'd finally want to talk Missouri basketball and balloon party if it happened, I can assure you. Yeah, that. then it would be, oh, let's kick it off with Mizzou hoops. Jerks. Stan Kroenke doesn't kick in anything towards the NIL at Mizzou, does he? No. I, I'd be, I would be surprised. Because he could afford a, a superstar team right there in Columbia if he wanted to. Yeah. They just changed up the NIL uh, laws for Missouri. They and did. They, they are favorable. They are yeah. very favorable for the state of Missouri. So yeah. that is at least good. Comrade Burkett won't hear of any rumors contrary to his wood-inducing Mizzou wet dreams. That's from the 636. Gosh. Comrade. So stupid. <laughs> Maybe you folks should be a fan of a team. It's 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 a lot more fun. Let them have it. It's a lot more fun to like Rip enjoy em. the teams you like as opposed to always just crapping on them. 
I'm not going after the I'm not like. But I'm a diehard Illinois fan, diehard Packers fan, but I also will revert to bashing our rivals or teams that I feel. Right, and that's good. totally fine. I get that. You like but to like, bash the Cardinals. Well, I do hate watch them. I, I'll, I'll give you that. It's probably not. It's, I, I just can't imagine it's fun. It like, isn't. Like, it's just more fun to root for a team. <laughs> Guys, it sounds like Jackson's about to cry on the Crystal City Clan. And he just got out of my uh, worst four Texas. Yeah, he's in your Mount Rushmore worst Texas. And he just and he left. And now, now he's back in. And he might. So it's the Mount Rushmore of your worst Texas. Harrison's brother Master is in the class of his own. <laughs> uh, Saint Charles Hermaphrodite doesn't really text all that much, but he's in there, or they, I don't know. And um, uh, I guess Crystal City Clamhammer, welcome back. He's and, back in. And then the Jeff Code gentleman. There it is. Or, or just Mount or just the unnamed, the people who have like three total texts in their history. <laughs> oh, from the burner numbers. Yeah, exactly. The, the, I'll just put that in there. This uh, Crystal City Hermaphrodite. What exactly is his medical condition? Saint Charles Hermaphrodite. Saint Charles. Well, you know, I mean, Hermaphrodite has both parts. Put that off. I think there's some animals nice. that are like <laughs> hermaphrodites across, like worms. Maybe are all hermaphrodites. Oh, really? Yeah. We'll talk a little bit more about that on Balloon Party. Uh, Carlos Spicewiener says, The old Wrigley Field only served god-awful old-style beer, but I think I still think you get to pee in a trough next to unsu- insufferable cub fats. That's from yeah. Carlos Spicewiener. Chairman Stephen Wildwood says, Wrigley Field's more commercial now. They have a ballpark village feel around the stadium. Is that right, really? I guess I haven't been there in a while to know. I never understood why they still deal with the ancient clubhouses. I mean, the if Cubs a, have a brand new one. Yeah, the home team does. Why, why not give it to the visitors as well? What, what, just dig underneath. <laughs> I mean, there are subways, there are cities underneath our, our, our street level in some major metropolitan areas. You couldn't just dig a little bit underneath and create a decent clubhouse? Is it like a tactical advantage to have your opponent like in a closet? It is unbelievable. I don't know. And Fenway's, I mean, I haven't been in Fenway's in a while, but Fenway's is, I felt like Wrigley's was smaller. You've been in both those, right? I've not been in the. I've been to both places, but I've not been in either clubhouse. Fenway. I mean, I was. I mean, it wasn't like I've been there for a long time, but the Wrigley one is. It was. Like I said, I've been there a while, but it was. You couldn't believe it. Is as tiny as that thing uh, was for all those people. It's uh, more fun to huddle up in a Tennessee cabin with fifteen guys than to root for loser SEC basketball teams. Wait, it's more fun to do both. That's Eric in the Central West. He's becoming bandy, Doug, and you played Native American ball with us. I did. Oh. I did. I was usually the outfielder, and his dad, Jim, was usually the infielder. Loser SEC basketball team that finished fourth in the SEC when they were predicted to finish 11th. Wow, Eric, the action's back on you, sir. No, I mean, it, it no, sounds it's, like you're just not going to take it anymore. I know. I just think it's really cool when people crap on other things that other people really like. Like, I think it's super healthy and just really well, no, that's shows satire. mental fortitude. No, no, I'm being authentic. I don't know about that. They're yeah. coming for you now. Oh, they're right. <laughs> they're coming for you now. They're I don't. Right. Mizzou basketball, I like, couldn't be further away from playing right now. Like, just let me live. <laughs> yeah, you got drink what's on the yeah. On your radar. Focus on him. Yeah, South Dakota's coming to town, Doug. And That's to only co- three months away. And to come uh. out as pro Russia right now is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Bad time. Uh, you got an invite here from the very active today, Mario in Chicago. Love you, Jackson. Want to come to Chicago, but instead of hanging in the city, let's drive five hours to Deliverance Country with twenty other uh, guys. Uh, it's Mario in Chicago, so I thought that was an invite. Yeah. But, uh, it, it doesn't seem like it. I had a great time in Tennessee. I don't care. People can crap on all they want. I really enjoyed myself. Did you? Absolutely. And there was no deliverance-type situations there, were there? Not that I saw. I wasn't involved in any if there were if they were occurring. You run into any river people down there? No. Hill people. No, some fats. There were fats. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, nice. you know, you can see that anywhere in this great union. Sure. Uh, let's see. Jackson has gone full heel. That's from Linda the Beehole. How have I gone full heel? Every, uh, everyone craps, craps, craps on me. You're it's like, oh, look at Jackson. He's full heel. You're sympathetic to the Russian cause all of a sudden. I Goodness. think that's what's really getting the listeners. <laughs> yeah. Is the Russian thing? <laughs> Jackson gets bent out of shape when people make fun of Mizzou basketball in the film industry. It's hilarious. Got to be better, kid. That's oh. from Jenny, and then her last name is Talia. Italian, oh. Italian girl. Yeah, she emailed in yesterday. I had enough money for the things he said to my beehole. Oh. He named it Linda. <laughs> God, was she dancing around while she was saying that stuff? Yeah, yeah. at the beginning she was, then just kind of ran out of breath. And and finish the story that that her uh, hole had been named Linda. Oh. What a unique name for a hole, isn't it? Yeah, 
It is. Any name would be unique because most people don't give names to that particular orifice. It's fair. It's fair. Pound Linda. Pound Linda. Oh. Oh. Why is Vladimir Burkett so passive-aggressive? Say it with your chest, boy. <laughs> That's from Jabab the Bookie. What? Say it with your chest. <laughs> Do you have him whispering over here? Can you not hear me? <laughs> Let him have it. I think Jackson gets trouble solely because he's a positive outlook guy in his 20s. We're all jealous because we're near 40, tired and grumpy all the time. Thanks. That's from the Crestwood Coyote. What about that, Doug? Was that a no. moment of... It's not accurate. Some of us are closer to 70 than 40. <laughs> <laughs> 5-10-2023. The day our sweet Jackson cracked. It happens to all the producers. Plowsy used to be a fun-loving twink, and now he's an angry, blowhard twink. That's oh. Flip Wilson. I've seen that text come in, like, many times before, where it's like, oh, we finally made Jackson crack. I'm like, I'm fine. Just... <laughs> and they're bringing up... The poor next guy who's going to go from happy and walking in here, even when he's not supposed to be here, is poor KG in O-Town. I can already see it. Doug, got... I've, I've seen a lot of innocent boys enter this yeah. program, come out as grizzled, hateful men, and Broken. leave the industry and, <laughs> and, and work for the sanitation department. Well, they bring up, like, somebody who I was, like, eight years... You're talking... There's a difference between... <laughs> You're right when you get out of college to really realizing yeah. what adult life is 10 years after yeah. and just, you know, fun loving self turned to crap. Right. And when Everyone you're involved in this show, that. when you're involved in this show, producers age like presidents. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at my hairline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is. Uh... They come in robust and healthy and full of energy and they leave just. Shallow, broken men. Some of them have lost like twenty percent of their body weight. <laughs> Clothes don't fit anymore, and they just sadly slump shouldered exit the business and work for the sanitation department. Mm, yeah. yep. <laughs> Take cash payment in a parking lot in downtown St. Louis. I mean, right. it's terrible. I find Jackson to be a delight and filled with a self awareness at a young age that I still lack. Hang in there, buddy. Look at that from Arbor Day. Shout out Arbor Day. Shout out Arbor Day. Shout out. Yeah, great, nice. great person. I don't know. Fraudulent uh, Lager Tequila Listener of the Month submission, but oh. quality human being. Uh, life has already beaten and broken me. That's from KG in O-Town officially issuing a statement that they can't get him. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. That's a different story. Uh, Mr. Licks just sent in a picture of the Kim Anderson press conference. He's really now firing the new Dark day. That was a dark day. Uh, he is firing the uh, heavy artillery. Doug, Ryan Kelly fires the uh, heavy artillery to uh, get your loan closed in 10 days. The home loan expert. Yeah, that's the guarantee. These are not easy times to buy a house with rates high, but Ryan Kelly can help you through that. And as he says, you marry the house, you only date the rate. So if you see the house that you like, but the interest rate frightens you a little bit, just go ahead and get the house. If that's your dream house, because you can refinance that rate when rates come back down, and you'll be in good shape. Don't let the house get away. The process not as complicated as you might think with the home loan expert. They make the pre-approval process so very easy. So get pre-approved today, the day you call in, and they will also provide a lower rate with that famous 10-day closing guarantee. Or if you're just looking to refinance, people are taking on more debt than ever. If you're a homeowner, leverage your equity, get rid of that debt, put the equity in your home to work for you, with a simple cash-out refinance with the Home Loan Expert. I have done that very thing twice with the Home Loan Expert. The whole process, Super easy. very easy, very simple, not a hassle at all. He's got great people working for him and with him, and he'll take good care of you, as he did with me. That's the Home Loan Expert, Ryan Kelly. Thank there you, Sir Mortgage. There it is. TheHomeLoanExpert.com, Ryan Kelly title sponsor this program for a decade. Telling you the value of refinancing with Ryan Kelly to take care of their credit card debt is absolutely gold. And also James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, 314-961-4800. Go online at carltoninsurance.net. He is my insurance agent. He saved the day for me and my family this past weekend. Had a flat tire situation. My wife was out with our five-year-old and was stuck. And James, I texted him, and he was on it right away uh, and helped us through the process on a Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock. Absolutely phenomenal what was going on with the, the great James Carlton. But it's not just unique to me. That's what he does. That's why there are 310 five-star reviews for James Carlton and the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. It's James Carlton, carltoninsurance.net, located in Webster Groves, local, responsive, proactive. That's what I would say about James Carlton and his staff. It's James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm insurance agency we will wrap up our munganess st louis acura and alton toyota seven o'clock hour come back with the appliance discounters eight o'clock hour send your emails in 
for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today. Two tickets to the Cardinals Illini night on May 17th. How about that for the prize? Plowhawk, you might be emailing That's me not terrible. Yeah. Uh, we have a TMA app contest, the only facial to win a Mother's Day package to give to a special lady in your life. You can find them in Clayton, University City, and De Pere, and a new location opening this summer in St. Charles. That's on the TMA app, tmastl.com. Uh, that's all there for you as well. The only facial, a great Mother's Day gift. If you have not taken care of Mother's Day, it is coming up this Sunday. So, well, go to the only facial. That would be the perfect place to do it. Gentlemen, this Sunday is Mother's Day. Are you the husband or son that's always struggling to find the perfect gift for your wife or mother? Our friends at the only facial have the perfect Mother's Day solution for you. For just $125, your special someone will receive a 60-minute signature facial gift certificate packaged in a beautiful pink box filled with self-care items that she's sure to love. The only facial makes beautiful skin simple. They specialize in one signature facial process customized to an individual skin type. Their focus is on meaningless maintenance and real progress toward long-lasting, beautiful skin, regardless of age or skin type. No upselling, no tipping, no solicitation of products. Their signature facial treatment would cost you significantly more at other spas and salons. The Only Facial has three locations. You can find them in Clayton, University City, and De Pere, and a new location opening this summer in St. Charles. For information, visit their website at theonlyfacial.com. We'll close out the Mug and Ask St. Louis Accurate and Alton Toyota 7 o'clock hour. This is the Ryan Kelly morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studios.